preach. She looked at me and she said, boy, are you one? 
I said, well, what? She said, are you what they call you? And I said, well, well, no. And she said, well, baby, it don't matter what they call you. It matters what you answer to. So if you're a nigga, answer to it. Turn around and say, hello, yes, it's me that you're talking to. If you're not, walk with your head high. Hold your grandmama's hand and let's go home and have some pancakes, baby. Oh, we went home and had some pancakes. I ain't never responded to any derogatory word uh, referred to me again in my life. Why? Because I'm the bearded black cowboy. Thank y'all for listening. Hey, man, we got a great show. <clears throat> plan for y'all tonight, man. So much power in the panel. So much power in what we're talking about tonight. Tonight, we're talking Blexit. Oh, ho, 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 ho. man, I, I, I can't even get through my opening monologue. I'm so excited about what tonight is going to bring. What tonight is going to bring for some of y'all still misled, malnourished, and underfed in terms of your freedom. Tonight is going to bring you a door. Tonight is going to bring you a key. Tonight is going to bring you a lock. Tonight is going to bring you a chain. Tonight is going to bring you something that you can walk through if you have the key to it, the key of freedom in your heart, the key of freedom in your mind. Tonight is going to bring you freedom. And I'm mostly talking to you black folks still on the plantation of politics because there's a movement going on. I don't know if you know there's a movement going on. I first heard about it on the news and then was talked about it directly from a good friend who will be on tonight, and that is Colorado congressional candidate Casper Stockham, who is down in Washington, D.C. During here it is, Blexit. That is that black exit. There's a youth movement going on. There is a youth movement going on. Brother Cleveland Rose, the over, uh, overseer of resilient Christian radio. Him and I talked. You know, my baby always jumps as the scriptures say. We connect in the spirit. My baby jumped when he called and said, Brother, we, we, we got to talk about Blexit. We got to bring this live to the show. Um, when do we do it? We do it tomorrow. Let's all, and, and guess what? Today is that tomorrow. <laughs> and we're talking about Blexit tonight. Listen, tonight's topic, tonight's show, before I bring Brother Cleveland to the air, is the expository truth three. The master's plan. Listen, across three major radio networks in America, we are helping our youth escape the far left's agenda. We are talking the movement called Blexit. Tonight we will also have on uh, with us, if I can be so bold, I'm going to let Brother Cleveland uh, as I bring him to the mic here in a little bit. Uh, but if I can be so bold, and just to let you know some of our guests, I told you about Brother uh, Congressional Candidate in Colorado uh, Congressional District 1, Casper Stockham, will be on with us tonight. Possibly, you know him, Brother Donald Murphy uh, from Seeds of Dignity. He will be on tonight. Brother Corey Duncan and his wife, Anna Duncan, will also be on tonight. And, of course, the overseer of Resilient Christian Radio, my brother, uh, Cleveland Rose, he will be also on uh, this evening. Man, y'all get ready for a powerful show. I'm going to run real quick and get me some conservative brew. That's the coffee that I drink, conservative brew. Why? I'm a conservative, so I, I stay in line. I stay in my lane, man. But I'm going to run to break. I'm going to check the VIP green room, make sure all of our guests are here. I'm going to bring Brother Cleveland back with me to help me co-host uh, this show as we introduce our guests. But again, you're listening to live the Larry Stevenson Show. I'm your host, Larry Stevenson, the bearded black cowboy, always talking what church said with me, God, family, country. After all, what else is there? Letting the truth be told. 
regardless of culture, color, political confusion, or other truth. Truth, y'all, must transcend the skin. And absolutely, unequivocally, everything else. And you know what? Ye shall know the truth. If you let him, capital H, into your life, Jesus, who sits in the position of the Christ, if you let him into your life, and you'll get that chance tonight, he will set you free. I'm going to be right back in your ear when I come back. With me will be Brother Cleveland Rhodes, man. Again, the overseer of Resilient Christian Radio. It's such a blessing to have a wonderful panel on tonight. Y'all get ready. We're talking Blackfoot, man, the master's plan. Hey, did you know God still hears a sinner's prayer? A sinner's prayer. Cleveland. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All yes. right, all right. Man, we're about to fire them up, man. I know. And we got weapons. <laughs> oh, ah, that's right. We, go we got some weapons tonight. Oh, my God. We got yes, weapons. Sir. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, look, look. Yeah, I know, man. Right now, we got a lot of people all across the country right now that we are broadcasting on Good. three major radio networks. We are on the Resilient Christian Radio Network was one. My John the Radio Network, that's the second one. And God is Powerful okay. Radio Network. Now, all of these stations is connected to different okay. affiliates and everything else all across the country. That's a lot of folks. And even right now, I'm looking at, um, right now, as we speak, my genre, we pulling so many people in right now. These are kids. These is young kids here. These is our um, children. These is our nieces and nephews right now pulling in. So yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's, it's on. It is on. I mean. Yeah, we're like going to get it on, baby. Oh, my God. Um, yes. I'm going to let you introduce um, all of the, the, the platforms. And I got... Uh, a couple of seven two zero numbers on and I got a seven oh three four five four one two three nine. Do you know who that is? It could be brother um could be uh, brother um Corey and his wife. They could be down too. Okay. Okay. So okay, cool. I will introduce cool. everyone down and let's bring in my brother. Okay. All right. I'm gonna let this play out and we are man. When I come back on I'm gonna introduce you and then I'll bring you on live, all right? No problem. Appreciate it. Let's do it. All right. All right, yep. While that's going right now, we're going to talk a little bit about what we're going to do. Right now, this is a paramount movement as we're doing this here. We talk to all the stations across our country, all over the world, and also we are hitting the urban core right now as we speak. So now you're going to hear people who made a difference. And you're going to see what we're going to do right now. So go ahead and listen to... Uh, a sinner's prayer 
and we're gonna go come back to you to this cut. <laughs> truth be told, the beard is not politically confused. Well, welcome back to the show, y'all. And like I said, don't you know that God still is a sinner's prayer? That means me and you, we can pray any day of the week, any time, any minute, any month, any moment, any second. Why? Because we all sin daily and God still hears a sinner's prayer. It is your time and your chance to start walking upright. And we can start by... Exiting, exiting the Democratic Party, exiting out uh, off the plantation of politics. Do you know, look, 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 is it, it's kind of impossible to be a demon rat and a Christian at the same time. It's kind of impossible uh, to believe in the full context of the scriptures and be a demon rat at the same time. It's time for your Blexit. Listen, I told you I would have the overseer of Resilient Christian Radio on the co-host the show with me tonight, and I have him. He's waiting in the wings, and now he is yet here. Brother Cleveland Rose, overseer of Resilient Christian Radio. My brother, it's such a blessing. How are you this evening? Man, you know, you know it's a blessing because let me tell you something. <laughs> it's more than a blessing. <laughs> oh, my God, it's a blessing to have because I'm going to tell you something that's really powerful. Tonight... I'm going to just put it out here. I got some, we got some weapons here. And these are the, I'm going to call these people, po, no, possible founders about what we're going about to talk about tonight. Because God has put in my heart, I mean, when I saw what happened at the White House this weekend on news, that's just when you watch the news and people on Facebook keep, you know, predicating pictures and things like that all over the place about these young bright kids youth younger than my son at the White House my son never been to the White House yeah. but you make you wonder how in the world that happened but they all was wearing yeah. the make America great again hat all of them was so excited to see yeah. the president but the main thing out of the whole thing of, of all of this was these kids literally want to be free from the oppression of their parents and parents before them. When you see Amen. like people like Leo Donson, which we will be talking to next week. Oh yeah, that bro, we'll be talking. I you know, I me and him be talking, and he it, he can't wait. He's listening in to what we're gonna be talking about tonight because he said he's gonna listen in and. A lot of other people, including Anthony and Brian Logan, and um, I could go down a list of, of people. But tonight, tonight is a different night. Tonight, we're going to go yeah. talk to the people who have plans. And we're going to execute this plan tonight. Because I want to tell you what's going to happen here tonight with these plans that we're going to execute. We're going to let everyone know, here is the plan we executing the plan. Now, what you gonna do? I'm gonna share this to everyone. This whole broadcast tonight to every one of the groups who claim they're doing something for these kids in the inner cities right now. So we broadcast it all across the country, especially at the inner cities. Now, let me tell you how we're doing this. RCR 
has 80 major radio stations in the urban core because yes. and, and we hit those 80 cities due to the fact it is the worst places in America that's why we're there yes. number two my genre Amen. my genre radio is at 60 it's next to with RCR and God is power radio is hitting around with all those churches that even some of the mainly yes. black churches who claim they are reaching the youth, but how? No plan, no vision, nothing. Yes. So what we doing tonight? Come on. I went through prayer. <laughs> I went through mm -hmm. uh, yes. sleeping in a field position. I even even went to yes. the part of having a twelve, almost nearly a few hour staff meeting today with people from these uh, affiliates. A lot of them who are connected to my gender are liberal. Here's the catch. Okay. I told them, it says, you can do two things. And I'm told you who I am. I ain't had nothing to hide because that's who I am. I am yeah. a Christian first. I am a, I am a, a father. I am a husband. And also, with yeah, that man. position I'm in, I am an overseer. Now, what I do, I oversee yeah. I see that God holds in my hand the lives of these people who, who listen to this radio network, who listen to all the radio networks that yeah. we have and yeah. run. So what we did was I went to the various people who's doing something. Matter of fact, I know these people personally. Now, I didn't meet them face-to-face -face yeah. yet, but uh, we are going to be meeting face-to-face very, 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 very soon. However... I, it's like I've known them for 20-some years. And here's one. Of the, I'm going to tell you who these people are. You got brother Donald Murphy. This brother, yes, Lord have yes. mercy. This man of God. Power. Oh, my God. You got brother Donald Murphy with the Project Purpose. This man is going into the inner city, pulling these kids out and showing the purpose with another man of God, which is... Brother Casper Stockhand. Now, Brother Casper Stockhand yes, is running right, for right. running for Congress in the first congressional district of Colorado. Now, he got a fight, right. but I know for a fact, in God's eye, I know for a fact he's going to win. In God, I believe that in yes. my, with all my heart. But let me tell you two more Amen. people here. You already know Brother Donald, and you also brother know about Brother Casper because since Purpose done everything else. But let me talk about two more people. And Brother Larry, you won't, you, you, talk, you talk about your baby leap? Well, mine's leaked twice when I yeah. met them. Uh -huh. let, me tell you, let me tell you who these two people are. Corey and Anna Duncan. Corey, mm-mm-mm. Now, he's, he's prior service. Colonel. Used to be a colonel in 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 the Marine oh, nice. Corps. Oh yeah, um, amen, amen. this man this man got this man a guy. Let me tell you about him that people don't understand about him. He loved that flag. He died almost died for that flag. Come on. He almost ble he Talk bled almost bled for that flag. And he see the youth. Talk to me. 
And he, we, one thing that came across him, he said, we got to do something about this situation. So what he did, he said, you got to do two things. Either you're going to talk about it or do something. What Corey's doing yeah. with his beautiful wife, Anna, they are yeah. building charter, Christian charter schools all across the country. Building what? them. Yeah. Uh, we, we're going to talk to them in a minute. That that's not all. Uh, they got more. I'm gonna introduce you. He's the one star, the grassroots conservative movement. He is the founder and the CEO. Him and his wife. They got a team mm. built up, and they don't talk. They go in and do something. They got they got chapters across the country. They getting some uh, even in places that you say, wait a minute. You talk about California here. He say yes, California. You talk about Miami, yeah, Florida. He talk <laughs> about alleged. What? Yeah, yeah, him. That man's My doing kind of things. People. My kind of people. Oh yes, yes. I'll tell you. Yeah. So I want to introduce everyone to these <laughs> people, these men and this this men and woman of God. Onto this broadcast, I want to introduce you. So, you got to we 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 got to bring them in because I'm, we got a lot to talk about right now. <laughs> amen, amen. Well, you know what? Without further ado, let's start bringing them in, uh, brother, one by one. And and listen, America, world, family, church, you're listening to right now live the Larry Stevenson Show. I'm your host, Larry Stevenson, the bearded black cowboy, always talking God, family, and country. Uh, this evening, we are joined by Resilient Christian Radio's overseer, Cleveland, Brother Cleveland Rhodes. We're also uh, on different uh, platforms, God is Powerful Radio, and my genre, man, there is so much going on this evening. We're going to start bringing in some doers, some movers, some that, that, that grab you by, by your Holy Ghost and shake you, some movers and shakers. Let's see who's gonna uh who's coming up first. I believe this is Brother Donald uh Murphy. Brother, you there? It's broadcast. Oh, no, hold on. <laughs> Look, my baby left again. There goes my brother. Uh, brother Cleveland, uh Congressman Hopeful Willful will be Casper Stockham. Yes. <laughs> yes, brother I'm here. Yes, sir. Brother Casper is one of... Yeah. Let me tell you about Brother Casper, everyone, that you need to know. Now, not only does he's running for Congress, but he also doing what he's doing committed with Brother Donald. This man guy, he's he's a doer. Let me tell you why he's a doer. He's a strategic doer, just like Brother Corey. But, you know, let me give you a little bit of nuts about Brother Casper. Brother Casper... He's one of the most unique men you ever met because he what he does with Project Purpose, they teach about the Constitution. They teach him how to dress up for success. They even teach him how to be something where they need to be and pull the purpose out. Now, we're going to talk yeah. about Mr. Purpose in a few minutes, but... Brother Casper is, as I said, Mr. Purpose in the half. Let's just say it like that. But this bad guy <laughs> <laughs> had went to Blessed. He went to Washington D.C. this weekend, and we want we want I want him to give us the synopsis of everything that happened that he's experienced. And once he do that, we're gonna bring in more people. 
Matter of fact, let's just go, go ahead and bring everybody in. Go ahead, brother Larry. Go ahead and bring some more in. Then we're going to go ahead and uh, talk to brother uh, Casper in a few minutes. Okay. Um, we're going to bring in brother Donald Murphy. Power is on the line. Brother Donald. Are you there, brother Donald? Brother Donald. He probably left the show, but we'll find we'll get him back in a minute. But when okay, he, we'll find him out. Hold on, hold on. Uh, brothers Corey and Sister Anna, I believe, are now on the line. Brother Corey, Sister Anna, you there? Yes, we are. We're here. Thank you, gentlemen, for allowing me and my wife to come on and speak tonight. Praise the Lord to everyone that's out there. And God bless America to all of our, 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 our Christian conservative patriots out there. Anna. Thank you, brothers, for bringing us in. As my husband said, it is such a wonderful uh, moment for us to be with you. We are thankful you guys invited us, and we are ready to talk about all this wonderful, wonderful things that we've got going on as, as a collective group of God. Man. I'm a t hey, man. Oh my hey. God! See it now. I'm I'm about to really get by beside myself a little bit because me and Corey talked a lot. Just like me, me, uh, me, man, the Lord have mercy. Me and this brother, I think, like I said, it's like I know Corey for almost near 20 years, and we just been knowing each other for a few months. But that's how the the spirit that, that God had put us connect, and his wife. Oh my God. Now, Sister Allen, I love her. She's like another. She's she's more just a sister that I met. She is the sister that I always wanted because this woman, God, she tells it like it is, with with fear, with with, with so much furious uh, uh, spirit in her. She just drops it like it. You know how you drop a bomb, just let it go and just see what happens. Well, that's what she does. Without. <laughs> That's how you, I mean, you could, if you, when you meet them, Lord have mercy, you will love them. So, um, no, we we'll probably, we'll, we'll get back Brother Donald here, but let's start with this, with Brother Casper. Go ahead. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm, I'm going to bring Brother Donald on after we take uh, a break, but let's do uh, everything like we should, distinctly okay. and in order. Let's, real quick, uh, let's open up with a word of prayer so we let God take over. Heavenly Father, in the mighty, magnificent name of Jesus, Lord, we ask that you, you speak and you also set the captive free. We ask that you rest, rule, and abide by this simple little show that is going to touch someone in such a way that they hold the keys to the freedom in which we need. More importantly, let someone find you this evening, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray and we thank you. Amen. It's Amen. your heaven. Amen. All right. Now, um, let me see here. I'm going to go ahead and do this right here. Brother Casper, talk about what yes, happened sir. this weekend. Talk about this weekend. I want you to talk like you <laughs> never been. Let's say you've, never been to a foreign, you've been to a foreign country you've never been Talk like that. What happened this weekend, my brother? All right. So uh, this weekend, I uh, just came back from uh, D.C. and I was uh, scrolling through my Facebook feed and I noticed that a good friend of mine was going to be in D.C. at the Walkaway Movement. His name is Mason Weaver. Some of you may have heard of him or know him. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. I've known him for over 20 years. And I'm like, Mason's going to D.C. I said, well, I'm going to D.C. <laughs> Mason's going, I'm going. <laughs> wow. Um, and I had some I had some campaign stuff I, I was able to get done there as well. But I said, you know, I'm going to go to D.C. I'm going to go and support Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't have any access for I didn't have any worldly access to what was going on. I just knew I was going to go and support Mason. Uh, so when I got there, now understand, I didn't buy a ticket. To, now, I bought plane tickets and I had a hotel, but I didn't have tickets to any of the events. I didn't know how to get, how I was going to get in, any of that stuff. Hooked up with Mason. I said, brother, I'm just with you. So I was blessed yeah. the whole time I was there. Uh, every time Mason went into a room, I went into a room. So we were in the VIP, I was in the VIP hangout, I was behind stage, um, I was everywhere that I needed to be to meet uh, the folks that were running the event, I mean, I'm hanging out with them, uh, it was just a truly blessed event, and then on top of that, so that was a walkaway movement, but at the same exact time, I had no idea that blessing was going on at the same time, so I ran into some young folks. In fact, I was in my hotel room getting ready to go to the Trump International Hotel for walkaway, and I turn on my TV, and these young folks are at the White House, and then they're outside the White House doing a press conference. I'm like, that's literally 10 minutes away from where I was. <laughs> so I hurried, I hurried up and got dressed, and I rushed over there. I missed the majority of the crowd, but I had there were some stragglers there, some young people, some, some young black men that were uh, talking to some reporters and stuff like that. And I'm like, I mean, I was blown away by those guys. There was like five of them. Mm. And then I went over to the Trump Hotel, and there were more of them over there. Um, So there were about three hotels that everybody was circulating around through. Um, But, man, I tell you what, um, between the walkaway and the Blexit crowd, I was just energized beyond belief because I saw people all walks of life, black, white, gay, straight, uh, Christian, Presbyterian, Libertarian, <laughs> all these people um, that yeah. were all just flat out excited about America, you know, and it wasn't, yes, they're walking away from the Democrat Party, which we'll talk about here shortly, but they were just excited to be Americans and be in America and just be a part of the experience. And that's what the Democrat Party is trying to keep people from getting excited about. It's trying to keep the the community in check, um, telling them you're really not a part of America because you're not white. You're not a part of America because you're not male. You're not a part of America because you're this or that, you know, and and all that is false. And, I, man, I am so energized coming back and seeing the Blexit movement with 400 young um, men and women who went to the White House to meet the president. Um, now, understand, the president didn't organize this. It was organized outside of D.C., and they wow. said, we're coming to D.C., can we meet the president? So he didn't send them wow. mega hats to make sure they had mega hats on when they got there. They already had their mega hats yeah. on as they were coming in from all parts of the country into D.C. So I was nice. just... Man, I was so blown away by the by the crew. I took pictures and stuff, put up on Facebook, took some videos, put them up on Facebook. But this blessed movement, um, I believe, between the blessed and walkaway, 
And let me say this right now. Um, we need to pray pray about this because there's some division happening right now already between Walkaway and Blexton. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, those two can exist without any issue whatsoever. So I want to pray that not only we have those movements, but even other movements that spring up to talk about the same kind of thing, you know, for us coming together as Americans and dropping all this foolishness yeah. and the hate and division, and we start working together as, you know, just human beings, you know, um, uh, you know um, believers in Christ, Christians, whatever, but we we just need to come together and not have the division. So um, I'm proud of the walk-away folks. I'm proud of the blessed folks. And, and we can all um, exit the hate, the division, the foolishness, all exit that together. And, and on my side, because I'm running for Congress here in Colorado, I'm trying to show the Republican Party that there's low-hanging fruit right here. So if you want yeah. to start winning elections, all you have to do is start um, um, providing something for them to walk to. Right. So they're walking away, but what are they walking to? And the Republican Party has not stepped up to the plate as of yet to give them something to walk to or to, you know, they're exiting. Okay, so now what are they entering? Right. And that's, yeah. what, that's what they need to do as the Republican Party needs to wake up quickly and take advantage of both of these movements and say, look, come on over here. We've got opportunity. We've got jobs. We've got uh, businesses we can start. We've got communities we can, we can re-energize. You know, uh, the whole gamut, the, the world is our oyster right now. So um, yeah. anyway, so, um, you know, we can talk more about it, but that's in a nutshell what I experienced. And I'm still flying high from that event because it was just a, it was a life-altering event and it, it had to be the spirit that, that led me to see what was going on on Facebook and then contact Mason and then get there and be blessed the whole time. It had to be the spirit moving because everything just worked out perfectly um, for that entire Amen. weekend. Amen. Amen. Wow. Now, this is powerful because this is what you just said right there, Brother Casper, is exactly what Corey and Anna are doing. Let me put I'm gonna put Corey and Anna on here, and I'm gonna let them explain everything what they're doing to when we were gonna make this plan because this plan is gonna be executed tonight because we we're gonna start somewhere. We can't say you no, know, we can't be all over the place. But like you just said, uh, Brother Casper, very, very, very well, you said perfectly. We need to find a way to go to. And that's one of my biggest concerns when I saw the walkaway movement. That was that, where they going to go to? And I've been talking about it for <laughs> over a while. Where are they going to go to? Same thing with the blessing. Where, um, I mean, where are they going to go to? Now, we're going to have a solution. Now, Brother Corey and Brother uh, uh, Sister Anna, I want y'all guys to go ahead and lay down what you guys are doing with the grassroots movement. Well, again, good evening uh, to everyone that's uh, tuned in. Appreciate you tuning in, and uh, also to the panel. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just, I, you know, it's just uh, really hum- humbling to uh, hear that hear that we're not the only ones that's in this struggle. That uh, we are, uh, me and Anna, uh, I founded a grassroots conservative association group 
uh, a couple years back, and um, now we're growing the nine chapters around the uh, United States, continental United States. And, uh, you know, we ask that everyone continue to support us, www.conservativegen.com. But our main goal is uh, we we stepped away from the politics a couple months ago because, um, you know, I've been in this broadcasting about two and a half, three years, and we and we started to meet up with a lot of people that talk the talk but don't walk it. And, um, you know, we, we stepped back and said, hey, you know, collectively as a family, as uh, because that's what we have ran this thing, ran this whole uh, situation through, well, as far as about our, uh, um, uh, what we're doing. And we just came up with that the fact that young Americans are, and our youth are more important than politics. And, uh, you know, we, we don't have a problem with anyone that's dealing with politics. If that's your part of the movement, then that's fine. But we deal specifically and are dedicated to young Americans, the preservation of young America, and also the education of our youth. Because we see that this is the fruit of 25 years, 15, 20, 25 years of us ignoring as a party, because I know I thought I was a Democrat at one time, then I woke up and saw and smelled the coffee and saw the light. But the thing of it is, is that we had, you know, these are the fruits that we see that are in our, in our schools, our colleges, our courts, and everything else, and even in television, is this liberalism. And what we have to do to break this chain is to start educating our youth. Because the fruits of what we've seen, these are the people that, 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 that the Republican Party has turned their back on for years. I used to be a speaker for the Tea Party. I can tell you personally that, our, that, that the Republican Party has problems at the hierarchy. The hierarchy will un, wouldn't let the Tea Party and the grassroots people until, we broke, until they broke through and we got a couple people, Rand Paul, who, you know, he got there, and then Washington got a hold of him, and now he's somebody else. So the thing of it is is that we have to stop. We have to understand that strategically the, the, the left has taken and apparently made these children think that socialism and liberalism is cool and trendy. I heard this one, the, the, the panel, the gentleman on the panel say the same, almost similar, the same thing. He understands exactly what we have to do here. And collectively, it's about educating. And we have to educate our youth because if we do not, do, if we, do not we are so far behind the eight ball, it is unreal. And, it, and, you know, what's sad is that we have so much division in, in the grassroots movement is that because that's why we had to break away. Me and Anna broke away, and we have started our own education initiative. And, we, uh, you know, I don't want to take up all of the time, but I, I just want to say that what we do here is we're, we're, we're the Grassroots Conservative Association Group. We're based in Houston, Texas, and we're nonprofits. We're properly financed. We don't go to the government for anything, and we don't want anyone's money. What we need is your support. That's what you know. You don't have to like us. You don't have to like anything about us. But 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 God bless. Understand, this is about the youth. This, this, and you have to be dedicated and have your heart in the things. Because guess what? If not, we, it will soon tell. And we all know God knows all, and He sees all. So He will tell. He will show. He will you know show people whether you really about this or not. We got so many in Cleveland. You know, man, you talk all the time about certain certain conservative. 
uh, uh, speakers and conservative podcasters and broadcasters that are preaching and trying to mimic what we do or whatever, but we're original here. We're original. Me and my wife are right. original down to everyone that's right. a part of this movement. Amen. So, so the thing yes. of it is, is that we, we, we got Christian conservative prep schools that starting two next year in Texas and six more or eight more starting in two, 2020. And in 2023, we're going to start the Christian conservative colleges where we already have proposed sites for them. See, this is wow. this, we have a five or ten year plan. This is not a joke. We, this, yes. we have no time for playing games. Hey, playing games, hey, amen. And I'm sorry, I'm from the hood. I'm a Christian conservative, but I just got to tell it the way it is. You know, you, you know, we we have yes. we don't have time to play games because our, our youth are already lost. A lot of them are lost, and I see a lot of them that was at this movement, and I see a lot of people that are the that are just like <laughs> the antichrist of the uh, of this movement. <laughs> and I saw them there, and I'm like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. You you know mm-hmm. you, you you speak about young Americans, but I can't stand it. And we're not here to make a buck off of anyone. We whatever events we have, we, we I mean we're, we're, we're humanitarians about this. But you have to yeah, everything you have to do has to be from the heart. I served my country four tours, four tours in Iraq, two tours. I mean one tour in Afghanistan. I've seen it all and done it all. So the thing of it is, is and 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 and. and uh, and, you know, I don't want to take up all the time. Let, I want to get on the road, but I'll let my wife Anna speak. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 I love it. Anna. Anna. Well, again, thank you for having us. And, you know, um, I bring a, a different perspective as well or, or a different flavor to this mix, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I was saved at the age of 13, so I, I've known and walked in, in, in the path of righteousness for for quite some time, I'm not young, so, you know, I've been here for a while, but I also come from, uh, I'm an immigrant to this country, and I come from a communist country, and if you, if, if you want to make this, you know, a very quick uh, a conversation, the way that socialism and communism and the way that, that liberals have uh, gotten a hold of our country has been through education. It's mm-hmm. been through the indoctrination of our youth, and I know that I got it when I was in elementary school here, and and all the uh, countries that are socialist and communist right now have started that movement through education. So we also have to look at what the Bible says, right? The Bible says, teach them young, and you won't have to worry about them following those, that path again. Because once you teach them, it's impregnated in them, right? So, you know, my husband had this idea that that you know obviously it's God given, uh, and it's it's the way that I think we're going to be able to. Uh, I shouldn't say I think it's the way we're going to be able to combat the leftist mentality, the indoctrination, the far left mentality that most of our children have and have been indoctrinated in schools. You, you see this starting from elementary school until they graduate, if they make it with a PhD, you know? And, and what we're trying to do, essentially, is fight fire with fire. We're Amen. going hard at this because that's, yeah. that's who we are, and ultimately we know that we are backed by our God. We're doing the righteous thing. We're teaching 
kids that all this liberalism makes no sense. It, it's got no place in our society. And, and, and most of all, it's not something that is biblical. Mm. So, you know, you have to look at it from all ways. There's a lot of people out there that are preaching the conservative movement. But if we look at the roots of this country, how we were founded, we were founded on a solid foundation of Christianism, of God. Amen. That's how this country was founded. And that's something that the left has been trying to remove because they know that once God is gone, everything else is gain. And we are trying to merge those two. Conservatism and Christianism go hand in hand. Without One doesn't survive without the other. And we, as my husband said, we are a patriotic, Christian, close-knit family, and we are going to fight the left with the real word. One, the real word of God, and two, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, teaching these kids what is right and what is wrong, and, and not only teaching them, but living that life. Have, letting them see us, that this generation that is fighting, you know, that we are living that life, that even though we are living in an extreme liberal time, that we are able to abide by the Bible, by the Constitution, by the Bill of Rights, and be able to, to teach them what we live, what we believe that is godly principle and that are principles that this country needs at this time and that the country was founded in. Wow. Amen, amen, amen. Uh, wow, that's what I'm talking about. And see, and see, this is the, the pivot point of all this. This is where the plan is starting to be. See, Corey and Anna is doing this. Brother Casper and Brother Donald is doing this. You see, now, let's put, let's put all this together here. Now, Brother Larry got, got a church, got a dojo, got, what else you got? You got everything. You got, you got, you got about 20, 30 days. I'm just joking, man. But, <laughs> hey, but you know what? I had a brother ask me uh, the other day. He met me while I was preaching. He said, so what else do you do, brother, besides preaching? I said, everything is preaching. It's all a ministry. It's all about leading somebody to the cross, brother, and everything that I do. So no matter what you see me doing, it's all about building the kingdom. Amen, amen, and that's basically amen. what I'm boils down yeah. to it. Now, now let me let me put this out here because see, I'm gonna t I'm gonna I'm gonna put some people on blast in a minute, and I need to do this. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Hold, hold, hold on, before we get into that, let me let me just uh, let's let's take a call. I think this call is for the entire panel. There's a comment waiting online. It's a long time listener. <laughs> Free, all, a wonderful supporter of the Bearded Black Cowboy Show. It is Brother uh, Bianchi from the great state of Missouri. He's a patriot, and always there's truth, power, and wisdom when he calls into the show. Brother Bianchi, welcome to the show, man. And you do have a comment for the pen. Yeah, and uh, it's a good show. I appreciate you making this platform available. But I'm here to uh, remind you know, people, this is that uh, I'm speaking on behalf of the National Society of Black Engineers, 
Mm. And I don't know if you know of this I, uh, organization. I do, I do. My uncle, yeah. he's part of it. You probably know Henry Rose. Oh, abso- if you know absolutely. Henry- yeah. Okay. So you they know just him. Had a, yeah. Okay. I don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. But um, they just had my grandson goes to LSU, and he's with the chapter that's at LSU. Okay. Okay. And I work with the chapter here at St. Louis. Okay. Their goal is to produce uh, to produce ten thousand. African American engineers graduates a year mm. by 2025. Now the goal was 25,000, mm-hmm. but based on the the real reality that these kids that's coming out of these educational systems are not ready for that, mm. and that is a shame. Right. Uh, I was yeah. looking at some data. Mm-hmm. 75% mm-hmm. of the black males in the state of California, 75% does not read at level. Right. At a school I was at today, 10%. Only 10% of the third graders are reading at level. So we have to get people into these schools and tutor these young people and get them up to reading level. I don't care what you what your faith is, and I support it, mm-hmm. but we got to get these kids reading because we have to produce these. I mean, we have to produce some, some uh, young people, some African Americans that can get into these professions. Right now, right. only less than 4% of the engineers in this country come from our ethnic group. Right, and uh, that's terrible. We should be at least the percentage we are in the community. You, so uh, wow, and these corporations are looking. You know, our last two national conventions mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh and Lawrence, Kansas, one corporation, Northwood Grumman, hired four hundred young black engineers right off the floor two years in a row. That's a total of 800 in two years, not including wow. the other corporations there that was pulling off engineers. Wow. So wow. start some groups, studies in your church, uh, tutor in your family. Make sure these kids can do, they can read and also do math. It's not that hard. It just takes dedication. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone want to contact me, I can turn them on to some sources and uh, all it does is just take the choose to make up your mind. This is what we're going to do and go on and do it. It's for the good, good of the country, yeah. good of your family. Ultimately, it's good for civilization, period. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. You know what? Um, God spoken so eloquently. Bianchi, do you mind uh, giving some contact information out to the audience? You can reach me by email. And yes. the email is L as in Larry, C as in Charlie, steel, like the metal, S-T-E-E-L, at MindSpring, like in your head, M-I-N-D, spring, like on a car, S-P-R-I-N-G dot com. And I would give you some information Amen. free. And in many cities, these programs are there to take your child from the sixth grade on even from the third grade, I've seen a child that was in the third grade last week, a young lady, and she was the most behaved child I've seen in a long time. She was taking out paper, taking notes. Third grader. Wow. Right. Wow. Amen. And I'm happy to see this, this exit from the Democratic Party. Me, myself, I'm an issue crat. I vote issue. <laughs> That's right. I don't care if it's Trump Amen. or whoever. If you, your issues fall in line what I think is the best overall goal, mm-hmm. then I'm going to, you know, give you my support. Amen. 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 Mm-hmm. You know, that's Bianca amazing. Bianca, as always, thank you for calling the show, brother. God Absolutely. Bless you. Uh, Absolutely. 
And prayerfully, folks will contact you, man. But, yes, we need to get our folks uh, reading. Thank you, brother. God bless you. We're going to get back to the panel now. Brother Cleveland, mm-hmm. Mike is yours. Yes. Um, I wanted to go ahead and re- uh, put um, Brother Casper. Um, I want you to go ahead and just summarize because on a lot of things that you and Brother Donald are doing with Project Purpose because what is going on here, Brother... Corey and Sister Anna has a team. You guys has well, you, him, and the team. And we, me and Brother Larry and, and others, we're a team. And it's other people with Corey and other people with me and other people with Larry, Brother Larry and also with you guys. We're a team. But then he is right now with Brother the brother just came on just a second a few minutes ago. We yeah. see what's going on with the kids, but it's more than that. When I see Brett's, when I saw Bletsip, like you said, this is the pickings, but it's more than pickings. It's souls, because if kids is listening to it right now, it's millenniums listening to us right now. They, I got one on the chat line right now. It says, "How can I be part of a movement that will help me grow to be a better man?" And this is uh, Tony from St. Louis, Missouri. He just talking. He's wow. listening. How? Mm-hmm. See. Yeah. Well, it, it's, go ahead. Yeah, it's it's e- it's easy actually. It's easier than than um, he thinks because all he has to do for one is just literally turn in the opposite direction to where he's headed right now. So really, just turn around. And it, you know if he's if he's if he's uh, um, hanging out on the street and turning the opposite direction, um, the youth that came to D.C. I didn't see one saggy pants youth there, not one. Mm. There were four hundred of them. Mm. They were dressed in suits and ties um, and dresses, and I mean, they were dressed professionally. They were talking professionally. You know, now that you know, they were a little rough on some of some of them were rough around the edges. But it was a good rough, you know what I'm saying? It's right. it's just real and raw and stuff. So I, I had no problem with it because they were woke, seriously woke. And and yeah. it's not about running to the Republican Party, but it is about being able to have a discussion about politics, religion, whatever, and you know, understanding that uh, nobody. Look, I don't agree with 100 percent of what anybody says. Okay, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, at the end of the day, we have to be able to have those discussions. Mm-hmm. So that young man, all he has to do is plug in to, to uh, us um, here at uh, Project Purpose. He can plug in um, to the couple there you were talking about. He can plug mm-hmm. in to RCR Network. And, you know, just, uh, just stay, stay connected to us because right. we're not going to just arbitrarily lead them in a direction because of politics. You know, I'm running for Congress, but I'm not a politician. Mm-hmm. I'm a Christian. Yeah. Amen. I'm a constitutionalist. I'm a conservative. Um, so I'm Amen. going to be based upon those values, not party values, because a party can't Thank give you values. Thank you, brother. Values. They have a platform. Preach, <laughs> Amen. A platform, Preach, not brother. values. Preach. You got my vote. So, you got me and my wife so vote. I had, <laughs> I had, I had somebody, uh, somebody said the other day, they said, you know, you're not a true Republican. I said, well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to be a true Republican. And, and, you, and you know what? I, I, be, I, I don't mean to cut you off, brother, but you know what? That's what the problem is. And me and my wife and 
even Cleveland has uh, me and Cleveland had a discussion about this is that people don't understand what the difference don't know the definition. Most times when I get into arguments with liberals, I, I ask myself, well, let me ask you a question. Before we go any further, I say I'm an educator. I know whether you know what you're talking about. Ten, uh, two sentences into what we're talking about. Do you know the difference between a conservative and, and a liberal? Well, such and such, such, I know the difference between a Democrat and a Republican. No, no, that's not what I asked you. Do you know the difference between socialism, socialism and capitalism? Well, such and such, okay, yeah. that's, that's the end of this discussion. Because I'm not going to say argue with someone that is fruitile. I don't have time to say, hey, hey, look, when you find out the definitions, and this is not, this system goes go for a lot of people on the left or the right talking politics. It's just people in general. You know, my mother always said, my mother was a very wise person, and, 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 uh, and, uh, and she always said, if you don't know what you're talking about, maybe it's just best that you, you know, be quiet and listen and learn. First you have to understand yeah. before you can learn. And there's a lot of us that listen but we don't understand. So the thing, oh, the problem you. of it is, if we can take and start, and you know, it's like when I tell people, like, well, oh, you're, you're going to vote Republican. First of all, I'm not a Republican. Right. I'm a Christian conservative. See, see, you got, and let me give a little, little, little lesson here. You got some people that say that I'm a Christian conservative and they do everything under the, uh, under the sun until they get caught. Then when they get caught, oh, I'm just a yeah. conservative. Now, which one are you? Are you a Republican, a Christian conservative, or just a conservative? You know, oh, I'm like, yeah. you know, you know, you know, you know. In North Carolina, I don't mean to talk verbatim out out of text, but you know, you, you got a lot of people walk around here with the IQ of a turnip, and it's like that's why this movement has not moved the way it is. And you got too many chiefs and not enough Indians. Hey, Amen. I don't care. I'm gonna use the old Marine term. I don't mind staying right. in the rear with the gear. If you want to be the boss, go ahead. Right. You know, it's fine. Right. I don't have a problem with that. Amen. As long as everything Amen. gets done the way it's supposed to get done. Yeah. I would tell that young person that, that um, look at the people who are talking to you and around you. If they're talking about someone, if they're, if they're trying to put the president down or, or – or anybody, that doesn't matter. You know, if they're trying to put somebody down, they're probably not the people you need to be hanging around anyway. Mm -hmm. so, so, yes. so you need to separate yourself right. from those individuals and start hanging around people that, that are uplifting people, that are promoting people, that are raising them up, that are cheering them on, that are saying, hey, you know what, let's go do this. Let's, you know, let's start Amen. this. Let's, you know, let's build this. Positive. If they're, positive. Yeah, positive. Yeah, if they're right. building stuff, hang around them. If they're, you know, if they're reading stuff, hang around them. If they're, if they're right. you know, if they're, um, if they're doing anything on a positive tip, yeah. that's the person you need to be around. If they're, if they're tearing somebody down, they're talking about, if, you know, um, impeach mm -hmm. 45, okay, you know, just just turn around and walk right. away from that person. Let me add one more thing to that, brother. Let me add one more thing to that. And also, if you, you know, it's almost like what I say to black folks that, that continue to put the same tyrants and thieves in the office, and you wonder why your cities look like Beirut, like Baltimore and Detroit and Chicago, and they and they and they, and they dark yeah. cities. Guess what? Guess what? If you want something changed, then you, if you're in the same position you are, you were ten years ago, and you still in the same position. Hey, maybe you need to change what you're giving. You know, yeah. you know, maybe you need to change what, as, as President Trump said, what do you have to lose? You don't Amen. have nothing to lose. Yeah, ooh, come me, on, you know? come on. 
You know, come on. You know, I, I like what I like what brother Corey said earlier about understanding. I know she's probably sitting there shaking her head. Amen. Well, brother Corey, I love what you said earlier about an understanding, man, because our youth and our our young people, and quite frankly, all them busters and hustlers out there, swearing they're in it for the youth. You know, when we talk about an understanding, they want our young folks to go out there and get a job or get a position or get some gold or get some jeans or get some, what? God forbid, some Nikes or go go get, 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 get. But the Bible says, in all thy getting, but, but, get but, an but, but the problem is, is that us as black folks have to change our mentality and stop believing the narrative of everything that I do, we're going to make an excuse for. Look, let me explain something to you. The public school systems around the country are garbage. That's mm-hmm. why we're doing what yes. we're doing in our part of the movement because we, we are just like what the brother said, God, mm-hmm. family, and country. And that's what we're about dedicated right. to for forever. But I can tell you this much. You can't, you know, we got a lot of black folks and young black folks. The first thing they do, and, and the fire starter, Barack Obama, is the one who started all of this. You know, mm-hmm. the person yeah. who starts yep. the fires, why the fire truck come, and then he leaves. He's, he's the one that started all this <laughs> stuff of, 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 you know what, let's lower the standards. If you get a 50, that means you can pass. And then you get out here into the work world, and then you wonder why you can't get a job because you, can, you read on a second grade, second grade reading level, and you wonder why you can't get a job. But then people like Common Core and these other people, they start this stuff up, well, it must be racism. No, it's not racism. It's Johnny can't read. So that's why Jack can't get the job, <laughs> but you're right. telling him that he should get the job. You know, you know, Ooh. you can't read, but we should give you a hundred thousand dollar year job. But but you get the hundred thousand dollar year job not based upon your merit, based upon the color of your skin. And that's what the problem is with us black folks is that we are. Now I'm sorry, I don't mean everyone because I don't want nobody to get thin skin because mm-hmm. I'm not politically correct. I'm sorry, the colonel in me is coming out. But let me explain to you: <laughs> if you don't get an education, education is power, and power is education. That's one of our cliches at the Grassroots Conservative Association group. But that we have an education amen, initiative amen, that's amen. about bringing God, family, and country. And if you can't read, look us up. If we're in your state. Look us up. Hey, look, if you can't, if this is that or whatever you have having problems, take and move. Move to one of our cities or whatever. Who knows? We might be in a city near, near you coming up in 2020. I'm going to run them cities down or if you can go to our website. But that's what we need to stop doing collectively as, as black folks. Let me tell you, I came from the hood. My, my, we grew up in Hamill, Hamill Housing Project in Queens, New York. My, mama, my mother went from being being a being a hard working mom, going to law school in Maryland, then being a US federal judge and retiring as one. You ain't gonna tell me and I'm gonna get uh emotional about it, but you can't tell me that it, that the good Lord don't bless you to do things right. You have to apply come on, yourself. Come on. And if you Amen. don't apply yourself Preach. it's nothing is gonna come of it. I'm sorry man. Uh, for getting no, 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 man. Amen. Don't preach. Now Anna Go ahead, sister. Go ahead, say something. I because my well, well I, I, hold I on. I think that I think that I think that statement right there this okay. is short, deserves the black cowboy. Yes. Oh yeah. Can you feel that, buddy? Huh? 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 I have exercised the demons. This house is clear. Ooh, <laughs> 
Keep your house clean, brother. Sweep it clean. Sweep it clean. Hey, before we bring bro- uh, Sister Anna on, man, uh, let me run to a commercial break just real quick. Uh, you're listening to Live, the Larry Stevenson Show, uh, with my co-host, Brother Cleveland Rhodes, uh, Resilient Christian Radio, also the... Uh, the my genre um, platform were on tonight, and and I'd be remiss if I didn't mention uh, the other platform, and I'm I'm struggling trying uh, to find it, but let me find it real quick before we run the break. God is powerful uh, radio, man. We have such a powerful panel on with us tonight. Um, I'm, we're gonna be right back, uh, but while we're at commercial break, listen here. Let's hear from uh, our champ, Senator. Albert Guillory on why he's recovered. My name is Albert Lee Guillory and I'm the senator for the 24th district right here in beautiful Louisiana. Recently I made what many are referring to as a bold decision to switch my party affiliation to the Republican Party. I wanted to take a moment to explain why I chose to become a Republican and also to explain why I don't think it was a bold decision at all. It is the right decision not only for me, but for all my brothers and sisters in the black community. You see, in recent history, the Democrat Party has created the illusion that their agenda and their policies are what's best for black people. Somehow it's been forgotten that the Republican Party was founded in 1854 as an abolitionist movement with one simple creed, that slavery is a violation of the rights of man. Frederick Douglass called Republicans the party of freedom and progress, and the first Republican president was Abraham Lincoln, the author of the Emancipation Proclamation. It was Republicans in Congress who authored the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments, giving former slaves citizenship, voting rights, and due process of law. The Democrats, on the other hand, were the party of Jim Crow. It was Democrats who defended the rights of slave owners. It was the Republican President Dwight Eisenhower who championed the Civil Rights Act of 1957. But it was the Democrats in the Senate who filibustered the bill. You see, at the heart of liberalism is the idea that only a great and powerful big government can be the benefactor of social justice for all Americans. But the left is only concerned with one thing, control. And they disguise this control as charity. Programs such as welfare, food stamps, these programs aren't designed to lift black Americans out of poverty. They were always intended as a mechanism for politicians to control the black community. The idea that blacks, or anyone for that matter, need the government to get ahead in life is despicable. And even more important, this idea is a failure. Our communities are just as poor as they have always been. Our schools continue to fail children. Our prisons are filled with young black men who should be at home, being fathers. Our self-initiative and our self-reliance have been sacrificed in exchange for allegiance to our overseers who control us by making us dependent on them. Sometime I wonder if the word freedom is tossed around so frequently in our society that it has become a cliché. The idea of freedom is complex and it's all-encompassing. It's the idea that the economy must remain free of government persuasion. It's the idea that the press must operate without government intrusion. 
and it's the idea that the emails and phone records of Americans should remain free from government search and seizure. It's the idea that parents must be the decision makers in regards to their children's education, not some government bureaucrat. But most importantly, it is the idea that the individual must be free to pursue his or her own happiness, free from government dependence and free from government control. Because to be truly free is to be reliant on no one other than the author of our destiny. These are the ideas at the core of the Republican Party, and it is why I am a Republican. So my brothers and sisters of the American community, please join with me today in abandoning the government plantation and the party of disappointment so that we may all echo the words of one Republican leader who famously said, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, we are free at last. The Bearded Black Cowboy on Resilient Christian Radio. Talking God, family, country, letting the truth be told and not ashamed of the gospel preach, preach up, preach. Well, welcome back to the show, everyone. Again, you're listening to Live, the Larry Stevenson Show, and my co-host tonight, Brother Cleveland Rose, Resilient Christian Radio Overseer. Uh, we're on genre tonight, and then, uh, I, man, did I forget? Or is God's powerful? <laughs> what the other platform we're on? This is God's powerful My, radio network. Yeah, <laughs> God is powerful radio network. Man, there's so much happening tonight. We got such a powerful uh, lineup for you. But uh, as always, we're talking God, family, country. What Amen. else is there? And make no mistake about it, please. When I say we're talking God. I don't mean, we're t- I, I'm not saying we're talking anything else but the one-way ticket that you receive when you proclaim the name of Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I didn't say Allah, I didn't say Buddha, I didn't say Obama, and I didn't say your mama. I said Jesus and Jesus Christ only. When we say God, Amen. we mean our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Jesus the Christ. Free and for brother. all of you Free. listening, for the millions and millions and millions listening from around the world, if you are offended by us saying the name Jesus Christ on this here, like my grandfather would say, on this here platform, hear me and hear my heart very closely. Are you listening? We don't make any apologies for it. Because if you, sir or ma'am, can believe that a man can walk in a woman's bathroom and be okay with it, then we can proclaim the name of Jesus Christ. If you, sir, can walk with your pants down around your ankles and nobody tell you to pull them up, then we can proclaim the name of Jesus Christ, even if none of that is going on. Amen. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. Welcome back to our show this evening. Amen. We are back. Brother Cleveland, the mic is yours. Oh, my gosh. Man, I'm walking on air. I know, Amen. I tell you about it. I'm walking on air over here. I know, I know. Amen, Amen. Let me tell you something, though. This is really powerful because I got two more um, chats that came through. Actually, four. And um, one of them is for Adam. And this is for Sandra LaCruz. I think I'm a, Sandra, if, if I say your name wrong, I'm so sorry. She lives in Baltimore. Let me tell you her story. I'm just reading it right here. 
and it brought me into prayer in a f just a few minutes ago because she said something pretty heavy and this is why we're here tonight Sandra is a what well, say a human slave was a human slave okay now what happened was that she um, this is two years ago I'm reading this right I'm reading this right I'm reading I'm, I'm trying not to get caught up into it but my heart is spilling out on this she used to be a human slave she was caught you know she was kidnapped um, when she was going to school in Baltimore now during that time it was doing all the stuff was going on with the uh, the the Hayes trials with those policemen things like that well the policeman was there to stop the guy from kidnapping her six months she was a slave to this man in Baltimore the she, she was happy she had the free opportunity to leave and when she left I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry I'm I'm trying not to get emotional here. Lord, give me strength here. When she left, she escaped. But what happened was is that the man was looking for her. She ran to a policeman. Saw a policeman was actually stopping some dudes at next corner, uh, at a store, you know everything else. And she she said this that the policeman did not try to help her. Because he thought that she was a prostitute. She's 19 years old. Okay? That's the same age as my son. Yeah. 19 years old. Okay? She yeah. wanted to know from a woman of God. What? She says she wants to heal. She wants to be forgiven. I, I told her in the chat, I said, God has already forgiven you if you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But she wanted to know from the woman of God how you overcome that when, when you are stripped as a woman and how can God can move in to be healed from this. I told you it's some heavy stuff coming in tonight. I got some more stuff in a minute, but I want Sister Anna to answer that if she can. Absolutely, and and you know my prayers go out to her, and and I'll make sure that you know we we continue to pray for her. But I know she's listening, and mm -hmm. I can tell you this, Sister. Many of us have gone through horrible things in life that we should have never gone through. My experience is not as tough as yours, but I can tell you that as a child, I went through many, many years of uh, sexual abuse. So I understand where you're coming from. The first thing that I can tell you is that you're not a victim. And that's a word that I use very cautiously. Mm -hmm. When I mean you're not a victim, you cannot dwell in the fact that this happened to you and that you're going to be carrying this burden for the rest of your life. And I'll tell you why. Because the Word of God says that once we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, He 
cleans us and renews our spirit and makes us brand new according to his image. There are Amen. tough situations that we go through as, as people, as kids, as young adults, horrifying things that should have never happened to any of us, to any of our children, to any of our youth. In my case, I can tell you that that experience only made me stronger. I don't believe I'm a victim. I believe that my life has been written by the hand of God and everything that happened in my life from the moment I opened my eyes and I cried at that hospital to the day that I closed my eyes and I see him. Everything yeah. has a purpose and a reason. And the word of God says that God can, will not give you something that you cannot handle. Because he also says that we are more than conquerors in him. Amen. You say it so perfectly because... The one thing... Go ahead. The, uh, Cleveland, let me just finish with this. Mm -hmm. The one thing I can, I can leave her with is this. Your faith is bigger than anything else that you may think you have or anything that anyone can tell you. Amen. The only advice I can give you is this. Get close to God. Ask God yes. through Jesus to heal you and to show you the right path to continue walking in. He will not forsake you. There's a reason why Jesus came to earth and walked the earth just like you and I are walking it now. Except he was the pure man that died for your sins. And through that sacrifice, we are made free. Free of everything. Not just free of a few things, but free of everything. Free of guilt free of shame, free in a complete sense. So, sister, I encourage you to, one, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior if you have not. And if you have already, believe the words that are written in the Bible because they are living words. They're not just ink on paper. They are living words. And if you believe, you shall receive. Ask God Amen. to give you that freedom that you need. And I fully understand where you've been, and I, but I also know and believe the word of God that you had, went through this for a purpose and a reason. Don't Amen. believe. Yes. Again, I cannot only tell you again, do not believe that you're a victim and don't victimize yourself. You've got to move on with the grace of God. And I can assure you, if one day God allows it to me, you're going to be a great woman of God and a great example to the rest of the people that could have gone through that. And you're going, going to be able to speak to them with the truth and power that God will give you. So, sister, Amen. I uplift you today. Amen. And I tell you, God is good all the time. Not sometimes. 
God is good all the time. And yeah. all the time, yes. God is good. Oh, my yes. You say so well. You say so Amen. well, sister. And the main reason why she Amen. was saying this is two reasons. She said that, you know, she went, you know, after the healing process, and she's still in the healing process. She went through this stage, and she went straight to the mayor of Baltimore before she left office. And to the current mayor of Baltimore. Women. These two are women. Mm-hmm. Went there. Try to talk to them about her situation. Nothing. Drop of the hand and everything else. She's angry. She's angry. I told her this on the chat and she heard you. She said thank you. She wanted to tell you thank you, Anna. Um the only thing they did was that to her was that then you went to the victim center. Well, she said she did. And the victim center did not help her because they said you got to have a voucher from the city government for her to be into the, the victim center. Wow. You got, you was a human slave. Probably multiple rape so many times. Because, and you got to have a voucher. See, this is what the politics of liberalism is. Now, it's something, it's, I got one person named Tyler, Taylor, I'm sorry, Taylor, <clears throat> who lives and um who lives in New York and Taylor he's he, and he's gay but he said that he um he been fighting not being gay he he, he tried not to be gay but the thing is with him is that he wants to walk away. You know, he he saw what Brandon um, on YouTube, everything else, which uh, I'm gonna talk to Brother Casper and and Brother Corey in a few minutes here. Um, he want he 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 saw um, Brandon on YouTube uh, walk away, everything else. He didn't understand everything else. But here's the problem: where you walk away to? Where you walk away from? Um, where I'm going to? When I walk away from yeah. that lifestyle and the Democrat Party, what I'm going to now, I'm going to make this one statement yeah. here, <clears throat> and it will relate to what we talk about here. Then I want Brother uh, Casper and Brother Corey to intervene here, uh, to uh, interject here. But this is I'm going to make this statement. I've been thinking about this and been thinking about this on hard. The way that we're going to walk uh, for these kids to walk away from and going to, we got to get them something to go to. I would say like this, Taylor, you need to go ahead and interject with people, which you could go to rcrnetwork.com and everybody that is on this panel, and also my genre, and also God's Powerful Radio Network, all those networks. You could go into them. You see a contact information. I will personally will hook you up and call you and get you to the right people because I don't want you to just just waver. Because I'm thinking about this with my own son. Even when I was a kid, you no, know, I'm I, where you no, know, I, I learned all this stuff. I learned how to become 
know, learn all this knowledge, but what to do with it, how to do it, and who who I need to interject to or, or someone mentor me about. And you have none of that. Well, now we have no excuse, none whatsoever. So what we need to do is this plan, brother Casper. I want you to go ahead and, and interject about the walk away a little bit, and brother Corey, I want you to go ahead and just interject as well. Because we gotta have this plan set. Because I'm see, I'm reading some stuff here. And we'll talk a little bit in a minute here. So the walk away movement. Um, well, it's funny, you know, because a lot of us uh, who are older, you know, we walked away a long time ago from the foolishness. <laughs> right. Um, you know, I walked away when I was 18 from the foolishness, and I'm 57 now. Uh, so this movement finally caught up to us. Right. Um, and it and it kind of took hold or, or um, took root back in May, March or May or sometime earlier this year mm-hmm. when a gay actor had enough and he decided to walk away and he did a video that went viral. So so that movement now is, is picking up steam and I actually loved uh, the concept of it and you know, I met the, the, the founder of it and all that. But even when um, individuals are walking away, they're walking away from the Democrat Party and the hatred and lies and all the other stuff. We as Christians, we as conservatives, you know, we as Republicans need to give them something to walk to. Um, and the Blexit movement, which is the black exit from the Democrat Party, is another phenomenal movement started by Candace Owens, or founded by Candace Owens, uh, Tanya West, and Charlie Kirk of um, of Turning Point, and this is a, a movement really to specifically address uh, black youth and just blacks in general to where, you know what, the Democrat Party has not been a successful uh, um, partner with the black community. They have been a, uh, a um, exploiting partner of the black community, but not a successful partner. So we need to get control of politics instead of politics controlling us. So, and the way we do that is to become unaffiliated. You know, I I tell people all the time, I would become unaffiliated. If I wasn't running for office, I'd be unaffiliated because uh, both parties are not doing what they're supposed to be doing for us as, as, as people. Amen. Um, yeah, so so this Blexit movement is a great way to start the conversation, and, and I've been, I've been capitalizing, capitalizing on it ever since I've been back. And I'm doing it every day now. I'm telling people, look, just just flex it. <laughs> I'm just using it as a, as a as a noun or whatever you call it. You know, just flex it. All right. Right. Just stop it. Just flex it. And now we can we can have a conversation. Um, but again, as we've been talking about all all evening, we have to give them something to come to. Um, we have to, um, you know, get their soul right, uh, but get them on the right track. Get them uh, away from the hate and get them towards something positive, the building. You know, with Project Purpose, we talk about helping them find their passion and purpose in life, and we consider that their God-given passion and purpose in life. Once they do that, the exit is almost automatic because they automatically start thinking better, they start acting better, so they start doing better. And, you know, so that's going to uh, automatically cause them to exit away from the hatred and the lies and everything else that's going on. So... Uh, you know, I think both of these movements deserve their due. Um, I believe they can transform our, our our nation in a very positive way. Um, but 
just like any any powerful movement, you know, it's got to be um, handled properly because it can, you know, it can it can turn into something else. And right. we just need to be mindful of that. Go ahead, bro, Corey. Amen. Oh, I'll sum it up real quick. I want to take up a lot of time. Uh, the, the 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 main thought process here is that okay, you have a lot of people that's talking and talking about walking away, and a lot of prominent people that that are that are um, let's say uh, 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 people that that are generally on Facebook and on, on these other search engines, YouTube. And you see a lot of the young people and the people that's walking away. And you know, Cleveland, me and you always have had this discussion right. about, you know, certain entities saying walk away. But, okay, you want them to walk away, but you need to give them something to walk away to. And the problem of it is, is that everyone, no offense intended to anyone, is to still, we all say the same thing. Okay, so someone needs to come up with some sort of agenda and goals that we need to reach, and, and I agree with the with the, uh, the panel, uh, the uh, gentleman that this guy uh, is talking about. It. He, you know, they they have to find their passion, because if you're passionate about something, you're gonna to do everything in your power. You're gonna be focused and everything else, and that's what we need to find out first. Then we need to educate the people that's walking away, and then also have a plan that's like steps. To, to 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 either your goal or wherever you're trying to get to politically, the 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 whole mindset of this is is that the the strategically the liberals have a strategic plan, and their strategic plan is this: in between the four years or the midterms or whatever, they are doing things and teaching teaching these young people about liberalism and about and, and about and, and about socialism, and the thing of it is is that. The Republican Party sits back and does nothing until it's time for the elections. So after a while, you give the you give the left or you give the liberals a chance to say, "See, see what I told you? They're not they they don't care about you or whatever like this." We all know from living in you know the minorities or even me talking as a black man was taught from the womb: black Democrats are for the poor, Republicans are for the rich. Not so. Both sides are, are brought and paid for. That's why I'm uh, in North Carolina, Tennessee, one, I don't do politics no more because I'm a conservative. I'm not going to say I'm a, uh, I would be an independent, but I'm going to say I'm a conservative. I'm a grassroots conservative. I, I come from a blue-collar, black, uh, a black conservative family that, that lived in ur- urban projects. So my thing of it is, and, I, and, 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 and what people need to understand us as minorities is that is, is that, that 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 negative narrative in the especially in the in the black neighborhood is that the, oh, the white man this the white man the white man is not the boogeyman the boogeyman is the people that you allow to your product of your own situation you create a lot of these people create their situation we want to make up the we want to make an excuse about it's not a father and a mother let me tell you something my father walked out on us. When I was young, my mother raised me and my two sisters to be success stories. I raised my children with, and, and, and to be success stories. So you can't tell me one parent can't do it. It's all about it's all about the parents. See, a lot of our problems with the parents and the way we're raising these children today is because we're being their friends and not their mom and their dad. That's Amen. what the issue is. Amen. 
And see, if we stop, we get back to we get to we get back to the old school, and we get back to God, family, and country. The tables and all of this will turn. And to the young man, this uh, fellow New Yorker of mine, let me let me tell you, let, let me explain something to you. When you walk away, you stay away. Don't walk back because guess what? What you walking back to don't have a plan. It doesn't have anything. What you need to do is to find out really what's in your heart. Follow your heart. Follow your gut feeling. Do not listen to, don't listen to us. Do, do whatever you want to do. But you do what you want to do. It's all a, part, all a part of mind, thought, and everything like that. If you are in the same predicament you were in, all, all everyone should be walking away from that move, walking away from the liberal movement. That, I mean, right. to be to yeah. be ever so humble, to be, to be ever so humble. One thing is is that the fact that I've never left the '80s and the '90s, and I'm so glad that I haven't, because we are all <laughs> hey, part man. of an age of people, of young right. people, and I'm getting ready to go there. My wife knows what I'm getting ready to go at. We, can, you know, everyone. There is no more conversation. When you read at my table, my children already know. You put those cell phones away, and guess what? We gonna yeah. talk. We gonna talk like a family. We gonna make eye contact. That's what the issue is. Everyone, everyone yeah. is talking through our through through a cell phone, uh-huh. and we've lost because yeah. of technology. Nobody knows how to how how to have a conversation and look you in the eye. That's why half of them don't get the jobs that they want. Because guess what? When you go on a job interview, that's one thing I would be looking for: someone that can tell me about themselves, be be truthful about it, and look me in the eye. And that's what we've lost: communication. But 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 uh you know it, you know it's a sad situation politically politically both sides are brought and paid for so anyone that believes that's why I don't do politics I'm sorry I, I I don't really keep up with a whole lot of politics because I don't listen I try my best not to be listening to a lot of negative people or a lot of people on the left and the right that in Cleveland you know where I'm going to go right. that sit up and they say everything they hear on Fox News and then they go on Facebook and try to make it sound like they they did the the work and dug up the news or whatever like that and then <laughs> you know we got all these we got all these laptops and PC people that watch that watch oh I feel so good about that or raw 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 you know the difference between an activist and the educator, you know what the difference is? An educator educates and has a plan to go and to do something about their strategy. Uh, 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 activists just tells you about the problem with no, no, no tomorrow. We got enough of them. Don't be Cleveland. We got enough yes, of them that's Man, out here that talk about and that's making money and that's making money off of the right and the left talking about donations and this and that. Hey, why should somebody have to pay you? to watch you on Facebook for free when you got somebody like Corey Duncan and Anna Duncan or the Grassroots Conservative Association Group that's giving all kinds, starting schools, doing this and doing that, and they're not asking for one red cent. Real, you know, think about that. When, because, you know, you got a lot of people that, mm-hmm. that follow people like this, and they follow them, but you know what? You follow them down a path of destruction. Because guess what? They Amen. have no plan. No, and, and as every good military commander knows, which our politicians don't know, is that you get into a war, you're supposed to have an exit way out, not just to get into the war. Right. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and you know, yeah, to piggyback on that, too, man, to our young folks, to our young folks, like uh, Brother Corey was saying, you got to be careful of where you're going, but you also got to be careful of what you let lead you. 
you know, being from the great state of Texas, God's country, let me take you back to the Amen. days of old Amen. when the farmer used to be plowing the ground. He used to have a donkey up in front of him, and he used to have a plow strapped on his shoulder, and he'd be plowing Amen. the ground. Well, that farmer Amen. would look like he was in control of the plow. But you Amen. know what, young folks? Amen. That farmer was actually and ultimately being led by a jackass. you got to be careful of what you let lead you, because you'd be forced to step in everything that that jackass leaves behind. Be careful, young folks, of what you let lead you. Amen. 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 I love, you know what? I, I, Amen. I'm from New York, but guess what? Our home is in Texas, and I and I'm a proud alum of Texas A&M. Let me tell you something. God bless Texas, because guess what? Guess what? If you move Ooh. there, if you live up here, leave all that stuff that you get up here when you go there. And guess what? Nothing like the Lone Star. Nothing like the Lone Star. Hey, come on, no. hey, you know what? I, I, I hear some bread gonna be broke, man. We gotta break bread then. We we home together. <laughs> I believe Brother Dom is on the line now. Yeah, is Brother Don there? Oh, bro, Brother Mur Murphy's on the line. Let's 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 get Brother Don Murphy in because you know we got some Texans talking about breaking bread. You know we gonna do that too. Hold That's on. right. <laughs> Brother yeah. Donald Murphy here. is on the line. Well, look, look here. Whew, I was trying to be cool. <laughs> You know, long, <laughs> long day. I said these brothers got it. I, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just let them handle this thing here. But man, y'all find a brother up over here. Hold on a second. <laughs> now you know I'm from the Show Me State, brother Larry. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah. from St. Louis oh, now. On. You know, <laughs> hold on a second. <laughs> hold up, but but to 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 just. Just listening in, what comes to my heart is a young man, and I had shared this story with uh, Brother Casper earlier today, a young man that we had, uh, he goes to a an at-risk school, um, it's a very small school, but this is the last step uh, for these kids, the next step is you know, jail pretty much or, or death. And on my heart yesterday, and, and this is why we have to really, really listen to the voice of God mm -hmm. because on my heart, I, I, I'm hearing his voice and then I get a vision of his face and I thought, wow, I hope this young man is doing okay. Cause it's, um, I believe the last time Casper and I had saw this young man, we had conducted a workshop at the beginning of the school year in uh, August. Um, since a year ago, his uncle was shot in a drive-by shooting. And his uncle, you know, ran the streets uh, in his teens and early 20s, but his uncle was in his 50s now, you know, left the game and what have you, but uh, was very instrumental in his life, but was caught up and, and was uh, killed in a, in a drive-by shooting. So he he kind of, he had backslidden and, and started to disengage in school and what have you. And um, But for some reason, you know, the Lord laid him on my heart yesterday and, and and I fought, I ain't gonna lie, brothers, I had fought this morning 
to go, you know, to really look into this. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, you you have to you have to follow this. And 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 later I started getting internship and mentorship and go 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 talk to them. Go talk to the principal. So I I end up going over to the school today. And as soon as I walk into school, guess who I see? I see this young man. And we start to chat. And I said, well, okay, man, I'll talk to you later. I'm I'm going to see Principal Casey. He said, well, I'm going in there, too. So I said, okay. And so we walk into the office. And uh, he sits down. And I'm going, okay, this is this is not, you know, this is the this is awkward because I'm I'm here to talk about him. <laughs> so, so the principal asked me, you know, hey Don, you know how's you know how's you know how's your guy doing? How's how's you know everything going and what have you? What's up? I said, well, I need to talk about. I need to talk to you about 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 Day Day. His, his nickname is Day Day. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, okay, okay. So we step in the other room, and I just. Laid on my laid on laid it out for her on my heart. I said, I don't even know why I'm here. I said, but I I'm acting out of faith. God had revealed this young man's face to me yesterday, and I'm just here. But I believe it has to do with mentorship and the passing on of my knowledge mm. wow. and skills. And where, and she began to cry, and I said, "Principal Casey, what's what's wrong?" And, and she said, "A couple of weeks ago, he came in and he told me he wanted to get more serious. You know, he's a senior this year, but he won't. If he don't get his credits up, he he won't uh, graduate on time." Uh, he said that he knows he needs, he wants to step into the leader that he is. Mm. And he wants, he wants help and he needs help, but there's no one to help him. Mm. Just, and, and I began to, I said, well, that's why I'm here. I want to, uh, bring him along with Casper and I, we want to start, uh, I want to, we want to put him through leadership training. We want to help him train him up to start facilitating workshops to teach these other kids over at another high school that, that we're, we're going to begin working at. And she just broke down. Mm. And I thought to myself, I said, and like Brother Casper said, you know, I, we walked away. I didn't even understand what, I mean, I, I know what they're saying by walk away, but I, we, I walked away, didn't even know that I walked away, you know, years ago that I, I began to open my eyes and realize something is not right because I'm out in these streets. I'm out shooting at my, you know, black brothers. I'm partying, I'm kicking it. I'm doing all this stuff, destroying myself. Yeah. And everyone in the community and where I'm at and everything around me is destruction. Mm. And as I got older, every, every, I started looking at every other major city.
city in America where it's predominantly black, it's the same way. But get this. The, the elected people in charge are Democrats. And they look like me and you. Right. Yep. And I began to realize, I remember asking my mom when I came at a, a voting age. I said, Mom, you know, I'm I'm considering, uh, you know, going voting. She said, baby, we we just vote Democrat. We yeah. just we just we just vote we just vote. I said, what? Really? What? She said, we just vote Democrat. I said, but okay. But as I even you know, as I got even older, I began to make my own decisions, and, and you know, and and uh, again, I, I started to walk away. But I shared the young man's story earlier today to where we're losing that, especially, and I love what the, the brother, I believe brother Corey was saying was they have to be able to walk away and walk to something. And rather that's, uh, and I'm not sure if that's a Republican party, but one thing I do know, starting with us on this line, we need to be mentoring these young men. We need to, we, there has to be a passing of our knowledge onto this generation, and that's where the ball is dropping. They're going to walk to ways of something. They're gonna, they need to walk to a black man passing on knowledge and strength and God's word, right? My wife and I just recently... Uh, had taken a uh, vacation and one of her things that had been on her heart, uh, she has an auntie over in uh, in, in uh, Italy. And uh, we had the pleasure of uh, last month going over to visit and, and it was a, a huge awakening for myself. I had never been to Europe. But one of the things that was really what I saw the breakdown for us was that one, there was really no corporate entities or, 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 or businesses. I mean, you saw a McDonald's at, you know, at the airport or something, but when it came down to the community level, there wasn't really any big change. There were all mom and pop businesses, mm -hmm. the whole community. Wherever you need it, that supply that over in the U.S. by a corporate store, you got it from a family-owned business, whether it was wine. In their backyard, they had a winery, you hear me? <laughs> they was picking grapes as we was talking. They was picking grapes, okay? Right, 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 right. <laughs> we went into a souvenir shop. We were, and everywhere we walked in, we were greeted by the kids. Mm, yeah. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Right, right. Nine year olds, eight year olds. How may I help you? Are you all from the U.S.? They're holding a conversation, looking us in the eye, like Brother Corey was saying, looking us in the eye, talking to us, helping us to find the perfect souvenir for our friends and family. Mm. Take the father and mothers and them a stocking shelves or whatever it was. That's where we're failing at. 
We're not. And so we have a nerve, the audacity, be angry. We see an immigrant come in this country. You say, man, in two years, this brother already got a business. Well, he's been trained up. That's right. Right. Amen. And so the walk away for us. Yeah, the Republican Party, that's that's cool. But they, we be, we need to take charge. They need to be walking back to us, their <laughs> fathers. Praise and the Lord. And we need to pass on this knowledge and our skills. We need to train them up. We need to get a tra- Look here. I was cutting grass and cleaning out gutters and climbing on the roof as, as young as I can remember. Mm-hmm. My dad and my mom get... I can cook. I love cook. Brother Casper, no, I get in the kitchen. I slam some boy. Look here. I put it together. But I got that from my mother. Mm-hmm. I was in the kitchen. She trained me up. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Work ethic. Mm-mm-mm. And so I believe they're going to walk away. They need to be walking away back to us to their family, to their parents, and we need to train them up. Um, Brother Larry, I know you got this scripture down packed. I know, I, I, I don't know it that well, but I know you say train up your child. Train a um, child up in the way they should go, for in the end yeah. they will not depart from it. There it is. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. And guess what? That scripture doesn't just it doesn't speak to the child, it speaks to the adult, the leader, the preacher, the teacher in life, the trainer. Right. Amen. Amen. You know, this is this is amazing. Amen. And, 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 this is amazing. And, and you know you know you you know one one thing, brother, you know, and then I put my children on a pencil, but I'm 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 hardcore. I'm hardcore about raising a raising a child because my mother said spare the rod. And and stuff, and I understand exactly what that means and stuff. Because you know what, <laughs> right. you know what they ask, they they ask the question. Hey, Corey, hey Corey, why are your children so well mannered? Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I got a son seven four, another son seven one, a daughter six nine. And let me tell you something. I will blow up my, I will get, I will blow up my hand and do what I gotta do and stuff. Because guess what? <laughs> I do rather for me to be, you rather for me to do this than for for the for the state or for the government to do it. Let me tell you something. They always ask, right. why are you, why are they why are they so well mannered? I said, you know why? Because they were taught. With from 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 when they was young, that you gonna act the same way, act like I'm around all the time, act like mm-hmm. your mom is around all the time. You won't have no problems. But see, what the problem is here again is the fact that we are sitting up. A lot of these parents sitting up, and they smoking weed, they drinking with their with their children, and you come in and call me by my first name. I wish one of my children at yeah. 25, my oldest. I wish you would call me by my first name. And guess what? We all know about blowing up that the big hand slap. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't have no problem. At, yeah. at, at, at 79 years of age, if I was to call my mother by her first name at 79, she may not can reach me, but she's going to make sure she reached me that day and stuff, and I'm going to feel it. Right. It's all about instilling, right. instilling not the fact of fear, but you know what? It's about, it's about if you are stickler about respect, and loyalty, which I am, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I will not tolerate somebody disrespecting me, especially no child. And one thing I can't stand the most, and I'm going to say this, and I know everyone on this network, 
they have a child or if they have a niece or a nephew, understand this. One thing I can't, one thing I will not ever, ever tolerate is a sassy child from anyone. Yes. Amen. I do not right. believe in sassy. That's right, man. And you know what? You know, so amazing with you guys. We're, we're at that. the nine minute mark. Nine minute mark, panel. We're at the nine minute mark. Go ahead. All right. Now, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. I, I'm going to make this statement here. And um, we're going to do a part two of this because the part two is that we're going to have more people on here. But this is my solution with that because I'm going back. We just what Brother Donald just said is that they need to run back to family. Well, remember back in the day, we used to go and listen to community radio about people who are doing something for family. Remember that? You remember those days back in the day that we used to listen to the radio and it used to energize people in the community, even your uncle down the street and your neighbor down yeah. here. If you do something stupid, you know your neighbor going to do. He's going to whoop you because <laughs> right. you do something stupid. <laughs> now, you remember those mm -hmm. days? You remember that? I, I remember that because, man, Lord, tell me oh, something, yeah. man. I remember that. But That's right. the, the, the whole the premises is, is that these kids nowadays... Because I'm like, I I'm, I told them all in the chat that, you know, we'll do a part two. This is the problem. They need to know how to be that person. Respect, the, respect people who's older than me. But see, one thing about the people who are older than you, they need to know how to respect you. Because mm -hmm. one thing about the fact is that we go around and we try and demand respect, but we don't even know how to respect each other. So even with that, we get problems in our community. We keep on throwing and, and blame shift people of certain things that's going on. And, you know, liberalism do that. You know, when you're a liberal, you're going to do exactly what a liberal do. You're going to blame shift. You're going to lie. You're going to talk about this. You're going to say this person doing you wrong and never take ownership on anything. See, that's another thing that's wrong with some men. Men, not men, not black men don't take ownership of what they do. You know, man, when I was doing all kinds of evil in, in, in my mom, in my wife's eyes, in my family's eyes, I had to take ownership of why my family was growing in God. I have to. But with that said, I have, when I took ownership, asked the Lord to direct my path. Not man, not this, but him direct my path. That's when he directed me to right people. But see, we need to have the radio or different avenues set up for these kids because like like Corey said like Anna said like everyone in this panel said these kids man they so called with their technology they don't even know one plus yeah. one is actually is two they believe that when, when Google say yeah they believe that Google said mm -hmm. one plus one is two so we got to do is take them, them away yeah we gotta take them away from this 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 psychos of belief to a truth belief which we have and make this plan stick so we need to start with I'd say this we need to get one of these youths get them to a program like they have project purpose get them to schools that that brother that brother Corey and sister Anna got and let us train them me and, and my team train them how to be successful and get them away from all this craziness. Once we start doing those things here, we got it. We it's a start.
Yeah, but man. it got to start somewhere. So I think this blessing movement is just giving us the avenues that we need, but we need to utilize those avenues. And I think that we need to put the plan down and say, look, this is what we're going to do. Corey and uh, Anna got uh, sc uh, schools coming up in 2019, going 2020. Um, um, Brother Donald and, and uh, Brother Casper got Project Purpose. We got the radio networks here. So that means that all y'all material stuff could go through these networks. And, and the kids, li they listen to it now. It, it intrigued them. They said, I never know this stuff has this. Like this one person named uh, Carla that lives in Memphis, my hometown. <laughs> and, I mean, literally, she said, yeah. I never even heard this before in public school. Never. So that tell you, we got work to do. So everybody who, these, yeah, these adults, like, though, that around our age, who hook up on Facebook so much, and and, 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 and and Twitter trying to be like young again. Look, you're not going to be young no more. Just get off the, the rap and just go, come to the right side and grow up. Because we got these kids out here that need Jesus. But we have the tools to get them Jesus. I mean, get, Jesus gave us all the tools and everything else. We need to stop playing. So that, I think that right. what we, we, we need to do is that we got these, we got these things down. Now, our next move is to bring them in. Then after we bring them in, we need to train them. The Constitution. We need to train them the Bible. Sister Anna, has got, she got her thing talking about Constitution. Brother Casper and, and uh, Brother Don talk about the Constitution. We talk about the Bible 24-7. Bro, Brother Larry's on our radio network 24-7. So we got the Constitution. We got the Bible. We got these tools. We need to use them. So these people need, you know, like I said, I'm, gonna show, I'm, I'm putting these people on blast tonight. Look, you guys got a plan? Bring your plan. Make sure it's solid. No playing games here. So if you got one, bring it. Stop playing games. Three minutes. Three minutes. Go ahead, Three little minutes. Larry. I, I think I'm a little bit done tonight, a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> listen, 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 America World Family Church, you've been listening to live the Larry Stevenson show. Again, I'm your host, Larry Stevenson, the bearded black cowboy, always talking what? God, family, country. Been on with my co host, uh, Brother Donald and Brother Casper, uh, Brother Cleveland, uh, Brother Corey, and Sister Anna. We've all took over and took charge and took responsibility over what's going on here in the United States of America with our young people and certain political parties. And we've hoped that you've enjoyed this year's show, man, because it's certainly been a blessing to us to share with you what God has placed on our heart and on our plates. Um, and we've also been on My Genre tonight, and God is Powerful Radio. We pray that everything that was said and done uh, here this evening was done in order uh, as Jesus Christ would have it. And before we go, we would be remiss. Uh, like Do Brother Donald said, there, or excuse me, Brother Cleveland said, there will be a part two of this. Uh, we're going to get deeper into the Blexit and all that stuff. Uh, there will be a part two. But we would be.
we would be remiss in these last 90 seconds if we did not invite you to the altar of grace. So, sir or ma'am, young woman, young man, if you are out there tonight and you do not know uh, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, here is your chance. The doors of this here church and this altar are open. With eyes closed and bowed heads, say this simple prayer with me. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I confess Jesus as Lord, and I believe with all of my heart that you, God, raised him from the dead for me. Lord, you said if I say that, salvation will be mine. Give me the salvation assigned to me. I invite now Jesus Christ into my life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that simple little prayer, young man, young woman, old man, seasoned woman, welcome home. May God continue to bless each and every one of you. Panel, at this last 15 seconds, thank y'all. We love y'all. We're going to see y'all and talk to y'all soon. Thank all of you so much. God bless you all. Amen. 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 The Bearded Black Cowboy on Resilient Christian Radio. Talking God, family, country, loving the truth be told, and not ashamed of the gospel preach, preach up, preach. Amen.